Hi, I'm Courtney. And I'm Brienne. And you're listening to Just Haunted House Things. So we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Back, baby. Doing that thing. <laughs> that, that same old thing. <laughs> that podcast thing. Yeah. So Brienne, uh, tell me what you've been up to in the last little while. Oh, Courtney, I went through hell and came back. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I worked very hard at my day job for the holidays. I'm a baker, if people do not know. Right. And um, I don't know if you know this, but the holidays are a busy baking season. You don't say. I, You know, some people are just baffled. Um, one may call it hauntingly frightening ah. to be a baker at the holidays. <laughs> See? Work that in there. I'm always going to work that in there. Well done. Well um, done. I went home, had the worst trip with the airport um, mm. of my life to and from. Mm. Uh, lost my suitcase for two weeks. Um, uh, but I came back, and the one thing I was really looking forward to this year was starting season two. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. But, Hell uh, yeah. Courtney, what, what, have, what have you been doing on this time off? Well, what I've done is I changed jobs again. Damn right. Snaps for changing jobs. Constantly. That's just been my life for the last two years is bouncing from job to job. But now at least I'm closer to back into the event slash hot world. But I will. Yeah. I'll put a pin in that. We'll put a pin in that because it's not confirmed yet for now. It's not confirmed yet, but there could be something interesting on the horizon. Let's just say that. And, uh, you know, for my holidays, I went on that camping trip where I nearly avoided craziness and death uh apparently avoided an avalanche that i didn't realize was happening so that was fun did i tell you that story have to you, tell you that did later. not tell me the avalanche story <laughs> so while we were camping snow fell overnight that was like almost two feet it was really heavy snow so all the branches started breaking on the trees and we're like woke up and we were like yeah we need to get the crap out of here so as we were leaving the campsite we're leaving, and one of our compadres got stuck, and so uh, my boyfriend and I, we took our vehicle out of the campsite because we were like, we'll just get out of the way, and uh, boyfriend took some supplies back to the folks to get this truck out, and as I'm sitting in this vehicle, um, boyfriend's coming back and is taking some pictures and then immediately gets into the van or into the truck and starts backing it up. And taking it to a different spot. And I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, we should just, you know, be not on the road. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Cut to like an hour later. And he's like, oh, yeah, there was an avalanche. And I go, what? So apparently there was an avalanche that came down the side of the mountain and like hit right next to us. But I didn't notice because I just thought it was like tree branches. Yeah. So I love how he was just like super calm about it. And he's like, I'm not going to freak her out. I'll tell her after we've moved. That's yeah, a smart that's, man. That is that a smart man. Very sweet of him to keep yeah. me calm. So, that's so you nice. almost died in the middle of the woods in winter. So also very yeah. hauntingly terrifying. Yeah, hauntingly like terrifying. Theme. It's a great we're theme for the holidays, you know? Yeah, we're uh-huh. on brand. It's great. All right. So, so what are we what... doing today, Brianne? Take the words out of my mouth, Courtney. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking to a couple cool characters. A couple cool people that we've known for a long time. Some cool cats. Some cool, cool, creepy cats. Yeah. <laughs> um, they are the founders and the thriving team of Bad Cookie Productions. Woohoo! And 
if you know anything about indie horror film in the Vancouver scene, you know these guys. And if you don't, and get beyond. on it. And yeah. beyond the Vancouver oh. scene, really. Oh, yeah. It's like, I mean, I, I would say you're Vancouver famous. That's like, that's me. Um, <laughs> but like, you guys are known in like, all over Canada, all over the States through like the, the festivals. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's pretty amazing the amount of content that you guys have yeah. done with just like a small team. And you pump it out. Okay. Without further ado. Sorry. Yeah. We're like, we could talk about you, but like, how about we talk to you? Yeah. Without further ado, we have Topher and Ariel. Yay. Hello. <laughs> I've been hiding here the whole time. <laughs> Do not pay attention to the man Thank behind so the much. curtain. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Just Haunted House Things podcast, guys. We're so happy to have you. First guest of 2022 of season two. I am so excited. I've been waiting for this for a long time. (laughs) It is so good to see you guys again. (laughs) Digitally. Yes, Yes. digitally. But I mean, it still feels, you guys feel close. This feels good. (laughs) It feels great. It feels great. Feels feels a little far away for me, but uh, that's just. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I can't reach you. Has this amazing setup of like her her sound booth, but it's like, is that in your closet? Yes. Yeah, but like across the room. So we've got a great back shot of Ariel right now. We'll side. I think the side shot now. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, now Look it's at back that profile. Shot. It looks like <laughs> behind the scenes footage. It like it's pretty great. Yeah, it's it's a great <laughs> shot. Luckily, I hopefully won't be shouting at all and have to adjust my levels. <laughs> I have to run across the room to do that. You'll be golden. You'll be golden. Got this. So what have you guys been up to? Give us the rundown. Like, what's new? What's exciting? Have you guys got lots of stuff happening in 2022? Well, um, our big thing that we've been working on is back in August, we shot another short film. Um, it's called Damned Supper, and Ooh. it's it's about a group of wannabe witches who conjure up a little more than they bargained for on Halloween during oh. their dumb supper ritual. Their dumb supper. Yeah, it's actually so. The uh, dumb supper is a ritual that y- used to be done on Halloween by like a group of ladies who wanted to find out who their future love was. Oh. So, what they would do is have a supper silently and in reverse. So everything would be reversed from table setting to the oh. order of the dishes to even how they would sit in the chairs. We didn't do that because of space. Um, and the idea was that like at the stroke of midnight, then apparitions of their future loves would appear. Oh. But if there was a coffin, they would die unwed. Oh. oh oh well this I is very like intriguing this. yeah i i learned about that ritual and then i wrote a short script based on that because i was like oh this this could be some good horror shenanigans yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah it's in it's in post-production right now we actually uh just released the poster for it today so if you go to the bad cookie pictures social media you can see our our gothic romance inspired poster and everything incredible i'm so excited to see it actually i'm gonna go like it on instagram right now 
Yeah, it sounds like I, I get the, like I haven't seen it yet, but like the image I'm getting is like the old like romance novels of like Fabio in the wind with his hair blowing, holding the woman who's scantily clad off of like the 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 forest. Exactly, but like but like it's, gothic and, and awesome. Yeah, okay, that's it's exactly like yeah this this of. specific subgenre of the romance novel covers where it's basically women in long dresses running away from castles or inside castles holding candlesticks. Oh, looking candelabras! Yes, that is my dream to live. It was, it was illustrated by a uh, mutual friend of ours, guys, Jesse Jane Ooh. Churchill. Oh, oh, we love Jesse. That's yeah. so exciting. Jesse, gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I saw all of her like vampiric Victorian lady art that she's put out there. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, oh, she's you, just you... got that awesome yeah. style and feel to just like her as a being. So it was like a perfect choice. Love it. Absolutely love it. Absolutely. That's amazing. So when do, when is this going to be out, guys? Um, well, it's currently in post-production. And so we're hoping to start submitting at some point next month. And mm -hmm. then it'll just depend on what festival accepts it first. Yay. Oh, my gosh. I'm really excited. Fingers crossed. Fingers and toes crossed yes. for you guys. We're excited to get back into the festival scene again after such a long... I mean, we were out there just before Omicron, but like, yeah, I, I want to get back out there, you mm. know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, aside from us being uh, stuck, <laughs> aside from us being stuck in our homes, uh, what else have you guys been working on? Like, I know you guys uh, were talking about The Damn Supper. Um, what was this other film that you had on the circuit for those that may have missed it and or want to check out more content from you guys? Well, that's actually one that Topher didn't work on because he was having adventures in oh. Europe. Again? Um, I, uh, no, this was, was we shot it back in oh, okay. 2019. Um, Clout, which is about a Instagram influencer who gets infected by an alien parasite that feeds off of her vanity. Yes, oh, yeah. I saw, I think, I think I saw the trailer for that one. I was like, that looks so rad. Yeah, um, it's like still it's actually just it's going to be playing at another festival in February. So it's still doing the rounds. Um, yeah. You can act if people want to see it. There is a way to see it from home, mm -hmm. but you have to spend money. Um, it's a part of the 2020 Best of the Festival uh, DVD and Blu-ray set for um, the HP Lovecraft Film Festival. Incredible. Oh, rad. Yeah, I was I was so excited when they asked if we wanted to have the film be a part of that. And I was like, yes, physical media. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Is Hell that really yeah. question? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, and amazing. then we also we also um, just for Halloween, I believe it was we put our first short film ready to burst up online on our YouTube page. And it's gotten like over 23,000 views. Oh, yeah. Oh, that kind is of blown so away. Rad. Just, you know, just a couple people have seen it. You know, just, just a, a handful. It's yeah. Fine. Look no at you two. Deal. Well, if I, I'll, I'll plug our YouTube page a bit more because Brienne is in one of the things you can watch on our YouTube channel. She's in Tune In for Murder, a VR film. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. 
Well, it's free online, so you can you know. check it out whenever. Oh, I need to check out your YouTube a little bit closer then. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Oh, heck yes. So a, a little backstory of how we've met both of you. Um, Topher was saying earlier that he met you, Brienne, on uh, Choose Your Victim. Heck yeah, classic little baby days. And Ariel, I remember meeting you at uh, the that we used to work at. Yep. Yep. A former... I was there. <laughs> <laughs> former hunter. What former season. hunter. Yeah. I thought it was more. Hey, it still counts. No. It still counts. I So it's really funny because like in my interview, they asked, oh, what house do you want to be in? And I said, any house except the clown house. Oh, my God. And I got put in the clown house. Oh. And so I was kind of like, I think I think I'm good because it was like it was because it was like you had to both be scary and funny and I was like this this is a lot of pressure my favorite room was the polka dot room because you didn't have to say anything (laughs) it's a great room Um, I don't blame you it's an amazing room it's it's a terrifying room I think it's probably the scariest room in the clown house but um yeah so I did that but you might think I did it for longer because after that I was in two of the commercials. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is exactly why we thought you were a haunter. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you're a haunter at heart because you make horror stuff and you are entrenched in horror uh, content. So in my eyes, you're a haunter. Hundred percent. I I just remember like. Gigi talking about how she was like gone and or like um for oh, wow I cannot talk um Evil Dead in sixty seconds I was gonna say Gone in sixty seconds <laughs> great Nick Cage movie Angelina Jolie looks like a babe everyone go check it out um <laughs> but yeah it was it, it, like she talked about how she had the perfect lead who was like felt like the time era and just had like got that like nailed that like acting which was like cheesy but realistic and like perfect for the frame and and I was like and I was like okay cool 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 and then I watched you and I was like holy shit she like looks like she came straight out of one of the evil dead movies that's like such a big compliment thank you very much I thought it was so cool and I still see it it was the woods they're alive and I was just like I see your face now every time like even if I rewatch the actual movie I see you doing it I'm like no she did it better whatever (laughs) Well, thank you. You're welcome. Actually, isn't I was just gonna say I think there's a new Evil Dead universe film coming out. Oh, Evil Dead Rises, I think it's called. Oh, also the 60 second version. It's actually in a documentary. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Um. It played at Blood in the Snow at the same time as Clout, and it. I can't remember the title. I feel horrible, but it's a documentary all about the fans of the Evil Dead, and so oh they actually talk about the uh, Evil Dead in sixty seconds called Hail to the Deadites, and we remembered. Yes, because yes, uh, I I IMDb'd it while we were cut off. Um. So yeah, and he was we ended up in like one of those networking zoom meetings together uh, in like a group of three. So we ended up talking a lot and he was like, you look so familiar. And then he, 
we somehow figured out that it was because I was in Evil Dead in 60 seconds. And he was like, oh, I spent six months editing and looking at your face. <laughs> so we're You're in like, a documentary. That's not creepy at all. That's so awesome. <laughs> the only context for that's not creepy. And um, his his poster did beat Clout's poster for best poster. But <sighs> Dang. It's also a very good poster. Yeah. Ariel, I was introduced to you after Evil Dead in 60 Seconds. And that's... Yeah, I've known Ariel longer? What? Yes, you have. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, that That's weird. Not weird because, like, I, I love that. I love that fan. But, like, you guys are just such a team that whenever I think about you guys, I'm just like, yeah, they've known each other for like 50 years. For a long time. Yeah. For, like, this life and a previous one and the next one. Yeah, no, we're our friend anniversary is Gigi's birthday. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, a great way to remember. Yep. Yeah, that was the one. And then I was like, we should all go see the new Evil Dead movie together. That was. And then we did. That was where yeah. we really sold it. Yeah. I think that was the one where I well, I mean, she's done it a lot, but where like the lock uh, production sign came up on like the opening credits. And Gigi like screamed because it just like made a loud noise. And we're like, it's it's the opening credits, and she's like, I know, I was just preparing. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, Gigi, I oh, Gigi. love scaring the crap out of Gigi. It's like the best pastime. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> meandering. Meandering. 2022. <laughs> We're still keeping that meandering going. <laughs> Forever it's and always. Nice to catch up, you know? This is, <laughs> yeah. this is kind of the best. Yeah. So, uh, Topher, Ariel, you guys said briefly before we got into this uh, meandering about horror movies and whatnot um, that you had prepared something for us to talk about. So people who've been following us might know that we were former podcasters. Yes. Uh, yeah <laughs> we did uh i mean i guess it's now a limited series about uh, it's it's 50 history. episodes so that's a lot that, yeah. that's like two seasons that like full length like episodic seasons we got really into it and we had to research for every episode right yes so what was your podcast if people want to go and it check called? it out now it's called BC is creepy and about partway through there's a bit of a narrative aspect that gets introduced um but for for the most part it is researched topics so it is like about BC history because it's all about creepy stuff that happened in BC until Topher went away and then we started adding some international flavor we just ran All out that. of topics BC There's... was creepy and I mean it's we got really tired of murders now. yeah that's fair I don't know I don't think I could get tired of murders wow that sounded so bad <laughs> yeah okay, well I mean we could always do a 2022 update for you Brian. <laughs> There's been several just in the last couple of weeks. None that I have taken part of. <laughs> Thank just God. Put that out there. No, she leaves the evidence there. <laughs> I'm not dumb. I'm not gonna. 
I'm not gonna trudge that mud into my house when it's got a very specific type of soil that only is placed within the one area of town. What are you talking about? I, I, I grew up watching way too many crime shows with my dad. I blame him. I blame him. The only cartoon we watched growing up was Scooby-Doo. So seriously, I blame him because even that was a mystery show. Yeah. With all Anyways. sorts of spooky stuff in us. Anyways, I researched uh, an old story about a haunted house that you guys are probably very familiar with. And I did a little bit of history gathering for this. I love learning. Uh, Teach me. Yeah. Um, what I researched today is about the haunted castle from Six Flags. And <laughs> Courtney's face said, is good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like yeah. a kid in the candy store. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I hope I hope this isn't a topic that it turns out you know more about it than us. <laughs> I don't know. You guys might have found some gems because Brianne, I don't know if you remember, but back when we used to work at the haunt, we yeah. used this as a case study for uh, fire safety. Oh, this is the the tragic one, isn't it? This is a, yeah, it's it a tragic thing. So, so I'm excited. Terrible. I'm excited yeah, to no. hear you guys talk about it because you might yes. have information that we weren't privy to because it was used as a training tool versus like just information. So, so we got like stats and like, but like not story. Yeah. So tell us, okay. tell us about this. I started well, very early. Yeah. So have you guys ever gone into like the history of haunted attractions in the show yet? A little bit. A not like fully dived in, but yeah, a bit. Okay. Okay. So then it's not going to be completely rerun. For the <laughs> no, you're good. But we haven't done it on the show, if that's what you're asking. We haven't talked about okay. like haunted attraction history, which is something we are potentially attending to do. But if you've got tidbits, let's hear them. I'm stoked. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to start in 1797 in Paris, where the Phantasmagoria show is kind of known to be the first look into a, a kind of simulated haunted house. Mm -hmm. It used lighting projections and special effects, and it would just scare patrons. And this is before anything. This was like a little traveling show. Afterwards, Matt. Oh, yes. oh, we got a hand up. We have a question. Now, was that the place? Was that the birthplace of uh, Pepper's Ghost technique? Do you know? You do not. Okay. <laughs> I do not. I I'm assuming it started with like little projections of ghost shapes or oil rigs. I know that was would have been really popular. Essentially, this was before, well, cinema even right okay okay but in 18 in 1802 um we have our first like permanent structure in madame tussaud's wax museum where they started showing the executions of the french royal family like from the french revolution beforehand and then that eventually would become madame tussaud's like i think chamber of horrors torture house yeah Fuck yeah, eat the rich. Yes. Right? It's about time we do it again, to Shark be quite honest. <laughs> yeah, we're and due for we a have... revolution. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, plague times, that usually leads to some changes. So then in 1915, the Orton and Spooner Ghost House opened, which was a carnival house that was powered which was a carnival house that was powered by steam and it opened up in Liphook in the UK. So this is when they're just like playing with like motors for the first time. Right. But yeah. it, we don't really have it in America until the Great Depression when we start seeing like trick-or-treaters and haunted houses and just stuff to entertain the kids because we don't have a lot of money. So depressing. <laughs> I'm here all year. You know what? what? I'm, get, I'm getting you a dad joke counter for this season. Like I have to. Ooh, okay. Are we at one then? We're at one. There we go. Put it on the counter. Like so, a one a day rip off the paper. Kind of <laughs> yeah. What's also interesting about trigger treating was that was also to like try to stop kids from destroying the town right basically like to distract them yes, and then yeah. also like that's sort of what marks the tran the transition of halloween being like kind of more for adults and for mischief to being like this kid's holiday but i think we are starting to see a bit like that's not quite the way it is anymore Halloween kind of like transitioning back to adult i've reclaimed yeah. Halloween. <laughs> and it lasts so all small. month. So, I mean, in the 50s and 60s, America starts taking on haunted houses uh, for charities. So we still have some of those haunted houses today, like the Children's Museum Haunted House in Indianapolis, which is currently the longest running in America. And, and then... Oh, I was going to say, I've got a fact that's not in your notes. Um, one of these charity groups, they actually were so good at creating haunted houses that they actually created manuals of how to make your own haunted house oh. that different groups could then use to like how to make this little scare and how to make this kind of room. So, so there was almost like a standardization that happened. Cool. And it starts to become like a culture, right? Right. And we see our first really big corporate I mean not so much a haunted house per se but the haunted mansion the in 1969 opens up and all of a sudden it's big money right, right right and from there we see the not scary farm yeah and that's where we get to six flags so the original six flags haunted house was built in 1978 and it was originally just called The Haunted House. It's constructed of four aluminum semi-trailers. And it was just meant to kind of test the waters. Right. The next year, that haunted house gets moved inwards. And they, and they go and they open the haunted castle. Right. Ooh. And it's still the trailers <laughs> at this point, correct? It's still the trailers. It's 1979. And, but now we've got, instead of four trailers together, we have, oh, where are we? We have like 16 wow. trailers. And we have on both sides, eight 
trailers and we have a common room trailer for the actors in the middle so actually it's 17 trailers right and when it was busy big jump a really big jump because now they know that they can make tons of money and originally it opens and you they only had it open at night but it was so popular that they had to open all day it was going to be a temporary just seasonal one and they weren't really watching or paying attention but it became their like most popular attraction really fast and so they turned it from a temporary attraction into a permanent attraction without making any big changes to it so just adding on a temporary structure yeah it's like it's like they got excited because of all the potential and then didn't look into the logistics of things or i mean how would they know at the time right right and i mean or it's it's like when uh some someone starts something and they're like you know this is just a temporary version if it goes well we'll like build something more permanent and then it does go well but oh it would cost so much money to build something better right 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 just, they're cutting those costs why don't we just keep it they're looking at their bottom line versus looking at how to do it properly yeah mm-hmm. yeah huh. <clears throat> heat the rich <clears throat> <I> guess, huh. <laughs> sorry sorry repetitive coughing so we have the interiors they're built with plywood they have ceilings with wooden studs for support. We've got foam rubber on the walls and various fabrics and plastics and plywood and tar paper, wax mannequins for props. Uh, we've got painted turrets and towers of plywood on wooden frames. And it, I mean, I've seen pictures. It looks really cool. It sounded awesome, <laughs> really. It's like hurts to hear that. <laughs> as as like as a, as a haunter like this day and age with everything just like just listening to that even even the first thing where because I absolutely agree with you when you're like wood beams and I'm like yeah wood beams look great in a house I mean windows in a residential area what you just described is not uncommon in a lot of haunted houses however a lot of them are uh treated temporary and temporary but most of them are treated with fire retardant um or some or or have been manufactured so that their burn rate is lower um so if it does happen to catch on fire it burns slower so that it doesn't you know decimate everything in its path really quickly but yeah continue we'll get to that part on may 11th in 1984 uh the haunted castle This was at the Great Adventure Park in New Jersey. So not at Six Flags specifically, I guess. This isn't Six Flags. And I don't know where Six Flags is. Isn't that like California? I mean, they have have a multiple. So Six Flags uh, is its own corporation on its own. And they have a bunch of different locations. Yeah. So this would be like a chain of, yeah. It's like McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyways, the Haunted Castle caught fire, and there were casualties. About eight teenagers from the age of 15 to 19 were the uh, casualties of the fire, as well as people who suffered from 
smoke inhalation who had to be hospitalized. We had seven people hospitalized and eight bodies found in the rubble. Right. Uh, which was announced at like 10.35 at night. Yes. Right. And, and the, the fire began at 6.35 and was brought under control like an hour later. 745. So it wasn't until later on after they were sifting through the damage that they found the bodies. Yeah. yeah. And they had a hard time because they couldn't tell at some points which were real bodies and which were the wax mannequins. So they actually had to Because they were like, so charred. Yeah. <laughs> they had and white body bags to uh, separate the actual bodies from the wax mannequins. Hmm. Yeah, and they've so eventually they figured out in a report that was prepared by John Bouchard of NFPA hmm. that the fire started in the strobe room because a 14 year old set fire to a foam plastic pad using a cigarette lighter. Uh, the fire was ruled accidental, and what would happen in this maze is that because it was so dark a lot of people would always be taking out their lighters to be able to see where they were going and it was like that, a normal thing to take your lighter well, out and light it up inside the the haunted house totally well because nowadays you'd bring out your iphone and throw on your flashlight right yeah, but yeah, like yeah. back then that wasn't a thing so you had lighters on you it's like yeah. how the concerts transitioned from holding up the lighter to holding up your phone. Yeah, 100%. Which is a very different feel, by the way. Again, different subject, but just saying. Yeah. But like, nowadays, we don't, you're not even allowed to pull out your phone and light it up, right? Yeah. I, uh, that, is that going to stop people, Topher? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> can't confirm no yeah. yeah that's why you that's why you hire the good scary actors who know how to scare people to put those phones back in their pockets yeah mm -hmm. or they drop them and they break haha <laughs> -ha, jokes on you now you can't ha can't use your phone <laughs> maybe if you listen to the rules <laughs> yeah so anyway um keep going We'll keep going, yes, because there was one witness who was a part of a group that entered a few minutes after the group that were the victims, and she testified that she saw the flames coming around the bend in the attraction's hunchback display area, mm. and originally she thought that was a part of the show, but then when they started smelling real smoke... Uh, her group started yelling fire and ran back towards the entrance. And right. of course, because it was dark, they were bumping into the walls and stuff. So that's like crazy because nowadays you can get scented effects yeah. for your haunted yeah. house. So you could actually set it up so it looks like you're in a fire. In a in fire, a yeah. House. Yeah. There was one. So uh... Yeah. One haunted house I went to in London called the the London Dungeons, mm -hmm. and they yeah. actually recreate the Great Fire of London, and they make you like run. <laughs> They're like, uh, "Oh, the whole town is on fire! You got to run across the bridge." <laughs> I, I want to. I want to go there. I need I to do that. <laughs> it's... I didn't know I was missing that in my life. Awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> Castles are the best. Go on. It's actually like a really popular attraction across Europe. They have like 
I, I went to two. I went to one in Amsterdam, the Amsterdam dungeon, and the one in London. But I know that they had one in Berlin. They have one in Paris. Wow. And each one is like a history lesson. I love it. For so cool. the big town. So cool. Yeah. All right. Is there more to this story? Well, Great Adventures, Inc., Six Flags and two executives were indicted in September 1984 by the Orange County Prosecutor's Office. Uh, and they, the two executives avoided the trial for manslaughter. They didn't admit any wrongdoing, but the corporations were tried for aggravated manslaughter charges. And of course, since then, uh, significant changes were made in model codes with provisions specifically dealing, specifically. dealing with special amusement buildings. So, <laughs> yeah, you were cutting off. And I mean, at the time, it caused my bad. At the time, <laughs> it did cause a setback for a lot of the similar attractions. Haunted houses weren't as popular because, of course, people were afraid that you know it could lead for to a lot of, of danger. But since then, the precedent was set and we have a lot more safety guidelines. Yes. Damn right. Uh, well, okay. So, cause Court, Courtney and I do know that story a little bit because of mm -hmm. like training practices. There's a part of the story that I think is just so heartbreaking mm. that like every time I think about this story, I think about this yeah. particular and part I, of how the bodies were found. And I don't know if you guys know about it. And Courtney, please correct me if any of my information is wrong because you have literally taught this to people more than I've sat in the room for it. Um, but the, the, the kids, the teenagers, they got stuck in the room and they couldn't find their way out. So they're down on the floor trying to get air mm -hmm. and they find a vent mm -hmm. and they all huddle around the vent trying to get air to breathe and that is where they were found around all just circled around that vent which is just isn't that nasty horrifying and yeah. um i don't know if this is part of your guys's notes either but the only reason they found out investigating based on like uh maintenance records is that the only reason that kid brought out his lighter is because there was a light out in the room oh that's it that's all it was yeah. that's the that's the reason why he couldn't see that because, is heartbreaking yeah, it's absolutely it sends ch like chills down my spine every single time i read that part yeah it's, it's just like the like we stress a lot about like the funny stuff and like actors being safe but it's also about maintaining a safe work environment physically mm -hmm. and making sure that you're you're like if you want to have a good time and you want to show customers and guests a good time you got to make sure that you are set up for success in all areas and that includes you know as an actor that you're like your body's ready you're you're taking care of your voice. You're not stressing and like hurting yourself, but also that the area that you're working in is safe. And that yeah. the people who maintain the house are on top of that shenanigans. Yeah. And like, it's not supposed to, it's supposed to be scary, but not, it's supposed to be a safe environment to feel like that too, mm -hmm. right? Consensual mm -hmm. scariness. 
and and like a controlled yeah. life-threatening situation not an actual life-threatening situation yeah like, like obviously the haunted houses and experiences in the uk that you've done and so far like you're, you said that you ran from a quote-unquote fire but i mean did you ever feel like you were actually gonna get swallowed by a fire absolutely not like i was <laughs> i love haunted houses because it is a safe environment mm -hmm. to feel that you know it's mm -hmm. one of my favorite experiences i try to go every halloween uh i don't want to be on fire and dead <laughs> <laughs> no one does no, no one does and um, another thing with this that makes it even like extra tragic is I guess some of the emergency exits uh, were blocked um, because of displays in front of the emergency exits. So they were actually blocked yeah. off. Um, so all in all, like Six Flags messed up in a big way and it's left a stain, really dropped the ball. And as you said, mm -hmm. like they were only supposed to do it as a temporary situation and yeah. they were like like we said earlier looking more so at that bottom line versus looking at the bigger picture and being like how can we do this correctly and spend the money where we should be spending the money to make it safe for not just like guests but for staff mm -hmm. And now you have this shining yeah. example. <laughs> of... Need that shooting star. The more you know. The more you know. Knowledge is power. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I know most haunted attractions are really, really safe, but it always is in the back of my brain um, when I'm seeing like any attraction. And this includes like going to music venues or whatever. Like it's always in the back of my brain of like, okay, well, if something stupid happens right now, like where are my exits? Can I see a fire extinguisher within my like range or like, what is the protocol? Da, da, da. It's so stupid that I have to think about that or that we have to think not, about that. That's like survival. I'm, I'm right with you though, about like the fires and stuff like that, wherever I'm in a haunted attraction, I'm not going to lie. One of the first things I do is look up, to see if there's sprinklers of any kind. And telling my dad who is a former deputy fire chief retired that hey i was in this place and they didn't have fire uh like sprinklers he's like well that's not good i'm like hey dad you're not wrong so with that story let's just drive home to our fellow haunters to and and haunt actors to make sure you know where your fire exits are make sure where you know where your fire extinguishers are and question your haunt owners if they have a fire suppression system in place because like i would hate to read on the news that someone was hurt in a fire i do know that there was a fire recently uh i think in october at a house um but they no one was in the building, but they lost everything from yeah. my understanding. So, oh, uh, was it like a, a home haunt? I can't remember if it was that? a home haunt or if it was a pro haunt, but either way, uh, okay. someone lost their livelihood. And that's oh, it. that's so heartbreaking. Yeah. And also, just speak up if you feel unsafe. This yeah. is important. So, you know, yep. hold yeah. your employers to account. If your bosses are going to get mad because you're talking about your safety or just like asking questions about that, maybe those are people you want to work for. Yeah, that's not the haunt you want to work for. And we've talked about no. that before. Um, yeah, yeah. More so along the lines of like, 
uh, if you get punched and they do nothing, but this is kind of yeah. the same thing. Like if, if you're bringing up legit concerns, they got to listen to them. They got to listen to them. Yeah. Especially if you're like, especially if you're a volunteer at a haunt. Cause I know that oh, some yeah. of those haunts could be, uh, a little different in how they a run. Cutting corners. <laughs> Is away. No, no. I mean, no. you never know, but just like, yeah. But like, I mean, if you if you do talk about the home haunts and, and like where people are just getting started, they're not going to have the huge like fire no. suppressing systems. No, but, but you want to feel safe and know that there's a plan. Yeah, there's got to be a plan with any with any attraction you build, whether it's a home haunt, whether it's a yard haunt, whether it's a pro haunt, whatever, or like you know mid size haunts. Like I don't care. Yeah. Do your due diligence as like an owner, get the right equipment. And if that means just like loading up to the T's with fire extinguishers in every single room possible and letting everybody know it. where they are, then do that. If you need yeah. to have uh, radios on everybody, then do that. If you need to have fire alarms, then do that. Like do your due dil diligence and just Ooh. put the money where your freaking mouth is. Like, cause no one wants anyone to actually die. Courtney, you're, your, your manager tone I is coming know, out. it just <laughs> came out. I'm sorry. Let me pull that hat off for a second. There we go. <laughs> it was like, I, I, I legit was like, oh God, what did I do wrong? Did I, did I not fill out the paperwork last night? I swear to God, I did. <laughs> I just scolded the entirety of the haunt community. For God's sake, I have a muster point. <laughs> know your exits. Know I'm your thinking about it now. I'm thinking about it. What what is That's the good. word we use when we're using a fire extinguisher? Pass. Pass. Because you pull the pin, you aim at the bottom, you squeeze it, and you sweep. From You'll side never forget to side. That. From mm. side to side. As Ariana Grande say says, side to side. And, and say fire and yell fire. Because yeah. Yeah. that, that will make people run. Question for you all. Um what has been your favorite haunted house that you've been to, whether like local or international or, or what? I've got it. I'm ready. <laughs> I, <laughs> I went to this, this place in Prague and it was just called like Ad adventure park. And um, it was a little a little place and it was two aspects to it they have a, a vr zombie game that you can play before you you go into the haunted house and then the haunted house i actually it's one of our uh youtube videos actually but uh the haunted house itself is quite dark okay. you have one haunter and Ooh. you have to go in a minimum of two people, but just one group to go through the entirety of the haunted house uh, while this haunter chases you. Um, it's most of it is dark, but it's it's quite uh, like it's quite tactile. You have okay. to climb ropes, you slide down slides, you climb over like tires and mostly in the dark all the meanwhile you have a our hunter was in a clown mask and he's watching you he knows exactly where you are and he's chasing you this entire time doing his scares like <laughs> my favorite part was 
the swamp water where they do the laser and the smoke. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, did you guys get out of the water? <laughs> no, no, no. Just the the smoke and the lasers that looks like swamp water. And he jumps up and he comes at us. And uh, I I was with my friend Leslie at the time, and she couldn't. We couldn't actually make it through because she got so scared. She had to use the safe word, Aww. and we had to stop halfway through <laughs> but this this one adventure park in prague best haunted house i've ever been to i'm gonna look it up right now uh tover that was so cool i mean i'd i'd love to go to prague honestly i think they have the best i i, I have never been to europe but i bet you they have the best haunted houses so i agree that that's you know that's europe has such be. a like europe in general has such a rich history that I think like anything they do it could be terrifying. So, yeah. Um, yeah. The thing I noticed about Europe is that their haunted houses were year-round permanent fixtures designed to just bring in like tourists. Yeah, uh, it seems just like a it would be more stream of, of tourists more, like, walking through. So touristy museum info versus like haunted houses which are very, I guess, like the Americanized version. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Side note, I worked at one. Lead, Topher. Called the London <laughs> Bridge Experience. <laughs> I know I buried the lead, but yeah. I was I was uh, dressed up as Jack the Ripper and That's I was awesome. out on the street. <laughs> and, and I was <laughs> and I was trying to, to sell tickets to this this haunted house attraction um, wow. on the street and it was a fun job with terrible management and terrible bosses <laughs> okay. so i wouldn't recommend going there okay wait 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 <laughs> but wait wait, I, wait here so <laughs> we asked you about your favorite haunt in freaking wherever and you're like let me tell you about this you can't and you just decide to after we had to and i don't care if people know about this after we had to start re-recording because we ran out of time on our Zoom call, you're like, oh, by the way, I also worked for one in the UK and I was Jack the Ripper, one of the most prophetic, uh, pro like serial killers ever. And I was getting, yeah, yeah, cool. Whatever, cool. And I like tea as well. Like, fuck off. <laughs> but like, cool. I, I, I had something in my head that I wanted to get out first. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've been holding on to this prog haunted house like the entire episode and oh. it, it just <laughs> okay. kind of occurred to me on the side that I did work in a haunted house and so let me get it this was straight. fine it was fine <laughs> let me get this straight you're on a hot like a podcast specifically about haunted attractions you tell me about six flags great story by the way thank you for that great story great info <laughs> <laughs> But we're talking about working in horror movies and how Ariel Ariel used to work with us. And, and then you're like, just oh. forgot. I also worked in a haunted house. No big deal. In London, on the street. That's Jack uh, the fucking Ripper. No, no, but like, but like, cool. I got my nails painted the other day too. Yeah, whatever. No big deal. <laughs> Tofu, so that was the now. best segue. That was <laughs> the best. I'm a very scattered person. This is 
I mean, it's one of the reasons you're so lovable, but God damn. <laughs> you know what? Okay, now, Ariel, Ariel, tell me some super, like, I'm just like, I have to push that aside because it's like, actually like, what the hell? But Ariel, I want to know about your favorite haunted house. Maybe surprisingly, did you like work for like, I don't know, Frankenstein or something? Like, who knows? Okay, so I actually have an embarrassing confession. Oh, go on. I'm kind of scared of haunted houses. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We love that. Um, yeah. So I like I had some traumatizing experiences in them as a little kid. Right. So and I Classic. I get very immersed in things. So like if I'm playing a scary video game as well, it's just like like I love watching horror, but then when I'm in it, I just am like, huh. So I hadn't since I was like a kid, I hadn't been in a haunted house until I worked at and then I was able to go to haunted houses for like a few years because I'd be like, someone's going to jump out there. Someone's going to jump out there. I am mentally prepared. I know what's going to happen. I'm so I was fine for a few years. And then like the longer it's been since I've worked there, the more it's worn off. But like, um, one of my funniest experiences, which like, it's a good memory. Um, so, you know, Carolyn Williams. Yes. Uh, I went with her. Yeah. I went with her and her partner, Jordan, and we went to the haunted corn maze in Abbotsford. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really fun. It was super muddy. Luckily we were all wearing gumboots. And so we were walking through the corn maze and this person comes running behind us with a chainsaw (laughs) and me being like, I need to, I, I, I don't want to run. I don't want to give in. So I just like, we, we were holding hands and I was just like slowly walking. I'm like, I'm not giving you the satisfaction (laughs) of knowing that you're freaking me out. You're not going to hurt us. You're not going to hurt us. And and so that was like, Yep, just half half of through the maze was just walking slowly and calmly. I'm not gonna scream like those girls ahead of us. <laughs> I love See, that. The chainsaw yeah. is always what gets me <laughs> every time. And then another experience was actually with Topher. Um, and this wasn't and we were going through one of the houses and because I knew about the scare zones and everything, I was like, okay. And then one of the people who was working in one of the cages in one of the houses mm-hmm. got out of the cage and started chasing us through the maze. What? Oh, yeah. Snap. And I was like, they're they're leaving their scare zone. They're leaving their scare zone. What's going on? Ah! Oh snap. The so drama. Actually, knowing, knowing the rules made it scarier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. I need to know who that was. I do too. I'm so curious. What year? What year was this? Oh God. That would have been like 2013, 2014. Oh snap. I <laughs> think this was when like. I, I can tell you Jesse... specifically the room and the. <laughs> it was, it was the first year that I did the commercial. They were like saying my name too that night 
So they knew you oh, and that's like, why they did That might have been our fault. <laughs> I mean, so, Gigi was getting us to the front of the lines. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So something that we do in the haunt community, and I'm sorry for this, <laughs> um, is that if we know anybody who's like coming to the haunt, like, and if we have like group chats or like Facebook pages or whatever, we'll like post the picture of the person who we know is coming with name and what they're afraid of. And then oh, but like, yeah. done that. we, no one knew we were going to be there. Gigi was surprised to see us there. So, oh, well then that wouldn't have been it. Okay. No, yeah, but also what, tickets. what people sometimes would do is like when during like a regular season of the haunt, I would, I would, um, bring people in and I would put them through the front room, but because I know all of like the ins and outs of the haunted house, I would sneak through back ways, sideways, mm-hmm. go through the different rooms to get to these actors and before tell them. my friends were, tell them who they were, what they are, scared of, what they're wearing, just to make it that much worse. Yeah. So that, that's yeah. very possible. I love that this. <laughs> it, yeah. it was definitely like, cause you know, having, having because I think this was literally the year after I'd worked there so it's like I know what's going on and then all of a sudden no I don't no I don't <laughs> I mean it's possible those people knew you mm-hmm. it is because like, if you worked the year before they probably were just like oh yeah Ariel let's I'm a very get quiet person <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> I love that though but yeah, if you if you ever tell someone who works at a haunt that you're going to their haunt, Godspeed. You, yeah, you pretty much are taking on all liabilities. That's you owning that because they're just going to terrorize you. Yeah, sorry because no, nothing is better as a haunter than seeing someone that you know and scaring and the being poop like, out of them. Oh, I'm going to fuck with them so hard. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I actually have a story about that. Literally my favorite thing. It's, it's the greatest thing so back in the outlaw days back oh, outlaw days. uh so before i met brianne and before i met Topher and before i met ariel uh back in the outlaw days we worked in this haunted attraction um still at the but it was a completely different attraction than what's there now and um i was just a cash girl for the summer so i wasn't even a scarer but i wanted to scare so badly that I would scare people on my break and I went into this room that was like a dining room type setting and it was like ultraviolet light and all I did was put on like a plain black sweater put my hood up and like sit at the table kind of like with my hands on the table and like hood down and I saw one of my friends walk in and uh I immediately said his name and he went, because oh, he knew I worked there. And he went, oh, Courtney, no. <laughs> and like ran out of the room, like scurried. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing to me. And ever since then, I'm like, if I see someone that I know, I'm getting you. Sorry. It's like an <laughs> Courtney, extra no. like endorphin rush that you get. You're just like, yes. Yeah. Like a little extra kick. I've never done meth, but I assume that's what like. <laughs> you don't need to now, you see. Up tip for all right? the hunters out there. <laughs> yeah. It's the yeah. chainsaws that get me. The real chainsaws with the chains taken off. You will, you will chase me and I will run 
every single time. I love how you're just giving up that information so freely. You're like, I'm ready. Everyone, I'm ready for it. Bring me if he's with off. me, though. If he's Every with me, hunter. though, he'll be tugging on my arm as I'm just like, no, no. We're no. staying. We're conquering this fear. What else are you afraid of, Topher? <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm afraid of commitment. <laughs> okay. Whenever there's like an air blast cannon, that always gets me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. The tried and true. Yeah. The existential concept of what happens after we die. <laughs> yeah, that, that is, just makes me more curious. I mean, it is terrifying though. Like, what happens now that we have waxed philosophical about death and other such? Um, and you know, finding out fun facts about people who worked in London haunted houses. <laughs> um, and talked about the importance of uh, safety in your haunted attractions. And this has been cool things. Yeah, this has been yeah. a great first episode for season two. I like it. It was so nice. It was just chilling with some old friends we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, it was a lot of meandering, and I loved it. I, I really loved every you second. Guys. I was so excited. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thank you <laughs> so, so much. much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys uh, so much for joining us today. Um, if they want to find you on social media and all that good stuff, where can they find you? Well, um, for me personally, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as at Hanson's Horror. Not Hanson's Horror, Hanson's Horror. Got it, got it. Yeah, and you yeah, can those, find those me on, on Instagram at Sneezing Wolf. Uh, but, you know, bad cookie pictures, you can find that Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, our YouTube page is probably your your best point to find us. And we have our own website, badcookiepictures.com. If you want in-depth information about our projects, our, uh, our collaborators, our uh, upcoming projects. And uh, yeah, Bad Cookie Pictures. Our... BC is Creepy, our old podcast. You can still find it on Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. And uh, oh, I think so, probably. <laughs> Amazing. Try it, see what happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you guys so much for being our first guests back. And like, finally, because we've been talking about getting you guys on here for a little while now. It's um, been an absolute yeah. pleasure. Yeah, thank you for oh, having us. Anytime. Absolutely. Well, well, yeah, we'll bring you guys back, especially after we get some like your your guys's uh, new um, short goes out to film fest, and you guys are ready to like really powerhouse that. We'll like bring you guys back on, do some more chat. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, it'll be great. great. We'll be ready. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, we are on uh, Instagram and on Facebook at mm -hmm. Just Haunted House Things. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, listen to our podcast. We send them out every two weeks. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, I think that's it for today, guys. Thanks oh. so much. Talk to you later. And this has been Just Haunted House Things. things.